Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Would I kill my own baby? To save a village? Would I go back in time and kill him? Would I take the promotion at work with strings attached? Would I eat muffins for the rest of my life if it meant I didn't have to go to school? Would I have Satan's child? The Big Ones! Hi, this is The Big Ones. My name's Maria. And I'm Amanda. Each week, we discuss new ethical questions, ranging from historical decisions to relationship problems to brain-busting moral choices. The questions can be confusing to discuss, but they're always fun to talk about because they force you to look deep, deep, deep with inside yourself. Will you like what you see? Paisley Gray. Oh my gosh, you guys nailed that. Yeah, I did. Yeah, we did good that time. Yeah, we did do good that time. That's probably the best we've ever done it. I think so. I'd say Um, so. I'm wearing my shirt. By the way, I'm just trying to get my mic level. I'm sorry. Both Amanda and I are sorry. We nailed the intro, but now it's really going downhill. (laughs) Yeah, I just I'm just turning some knobs. We're recording in my office today instead of Matt's office. So um, it's a little bit of a different setup, but I'm just turning some knobs here willy nilly. And I think this is is where it's at. Great. How does it? Sounds good to me. <laughs> You're not going to hear me complain. <laughs> well, Paisley, how are I, you? I'm so good. Pa- I'm honestly so excited to be here. I consider myself to be a big one super fan. Oh, wow. Paisley, you guys will know her. She's a pistol shrimp. She's a model. She's an actress. She's a photographer. She's a stylist. I have everything. You're everything. <laughs> oh, and she has lavender hair. Yeah. I just, just a touch. It's just a touch. It's nice. I've noticed it in pictures, and when you showed up, I didn't say anything because it just felt so natural. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I love it. Thank do you. Do you do it yourself? Um, I Someone does the platinum for me, and then I'll just put a color on over it because that is less commitment. It washes out pretty fast. That is so cool. Thanks. Yeah, Would you ever fun. do a hair color, Maria? I mean, I, I wouldn't be opposed to it, no. Especially, like, a soft color like that. I wouldn't go, like, I wouldn't go, like, you know, neon. I actually think you would look good with, like, almost like a platinum, like, Paisley's hair color. Ooh, with her eyes, yeah. would look good. Well, I have some drunk history pictures where my I was wearing a wig, like a platinum wig. I looked, like, it really looked good on me, but I, but I don't think, um, I don't know, I don't know. Would you ever just borrow the wig? That's what I would love to. I would love to be a wig wearer. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's good for your hair. I know. I would love to like be able to afford like human hair lace front wigs. I feel like you can always tell when it's a wig, even if it's a good wig. I don't know if it's a really good wig. Sometimes it's hard. Do the Kardashian sisters. Does Kylie Jenner wear wigs? 
I think so. Because her hair is always different, but it's always very full. I think it's wigs and extensions. I think a lot of celebrities do that. Really? And I think there's a lot of actresses who wear wigs because styling your hair every day when you're working, and probably models too, it takes a toll. So they just Mm -hmm. prefer to slap on a wig. and Slap (laughs) slap on their (laughs) wigs. You know, I wore wigs for 10 plus years. You did? Working at at Disneyland. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, that's right. So I was always had my hair up in a wig. Um you know, 40 hours a week. (laughs) (laughs) And? And I think it actually, my hair, because I never styled it or even blow dried it, like actually was pretty healthy at the time. Yeah. But sometimes the bobby pins would kind of rip out your hair and you'd get Mm -hmm. headaches and stuff. Yeah, And it keeps your head so warm. Really warm. Oh my God. I would take off my wig and I'd be, my hair would be wet. From sweat. Oh, oh God. God. Little did the kids know, Cinderella's sweating. Oh, my whole body, too. I take off my dress and my body is <laughs> dripping wet. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Uh, well, you know, we don't think you are. Uh, full disclosure, I got in a little trouble outside by Amanda and Matt. I know. Well, Maria does this thing where sometimes like, okay, so it's just like something where sometimes Matt will say something and then like go into a room and then I don't even realize it, but I guess I, I do something that makes Maria laugh. So then Maria <laughs>, laughs and then Matt goes, what? And then Maria goes, oh, Amanda did a face, which makes it seem like okay. it makes it seem like when he says something and leaves, I do some like goofy face making fun of him, but I'm not doing anything. Right. No, you're not. You- no, I can. I can attest to that. I didn't even say you made a face. I was trying to explain to him when he came in. You said what? And then you said you're getting me in trouble. I said what? I was laughing at your the way you internalized whatever he had just said i know but you understand how that's hard on a relationship well but what am i supposed to do when you're funny am you're i supposed-, supposed to know you're supposed to read the room and know even if you want to laugh under that situation you keep it i inside. don't know if i can or maybe you give me a face you know if, if but I, I don't think you okay, can smile can I give you can i give you if this was a court of law can i give you um some cir- circumstance that may get me out of this when we were playing mafia we all went on a trip to play mafia. This is how I can't. This is how much I can't suppress my laughter. Oh, yeah. I was the mo- I was one of the mafia people, right? And Amanda. So this just happened. Okay, we went on a pistol shrimps trip, and Amanda uh, <laughs> was telling everyone throughout the entire game how good at mafia she was. And every time, <laughs> um, me and Melissa were the mafia, and each time we wouldn't kill her. She would each round, I don't know if you guys know how to play Mafia, but she would be telling everyone who was Mafia and who wasn't. And she was so sure of herself, but she was wrong every time. So Melissa and I never killed her. So each time we'd wake up in the morning in the game of Mafia, Amanda would go, well, I have a guardian angel because the doctor has saved me again. (laughs) <laughs> because in the game the doctor could, so in Amanda's head this is what was happening she had done so well at the game that the mafia had when everyone closed their eyes killed her but the doctor knew what an asset Amanda was to the game so every time the doctor had saved Amanda so she was waking up every morning you were the chosen I thought so she was going I, I didn't die I can't believe it I know who it is each time. So then finally we do kill Amanda or the, uh, we do kill Amanda and then she's able to be awake during uh, when the mafia kills someone. I don't know if you guys know how to play my, if you guys don't know oh, how and to if play you mafia. Don't, if you've never played, it's so fun. It's you so fun. Play. 
So basically what happened... I actually have to apologize because I think I was the one that led the charge against killing Amanda wow. as villagers. I was convinced she was mafia. <laughs> Thank you for the apology. <laughs> I am so sorry. Thank you, Paisley. <laughs> so when you die in mafia, then you're able to be awake to see who the mafia is during the next night. And Amanda... So, every, so the leader said, everyone close your eyes. And Amanda left her eyes open and she looked around the room trying to find who the mafia was. And she saw that my eyes were open <laughs> and she gave me this look of you've betrayed me because this whole time maria was backing me up being like first you were defending me when paisley <laughs> accused me and then everyone i was accusing you were like my greatest support and i was like wow this is so fun like we're team we're players like together. we really know each other but she was totally puppet mastering me it was so sick yeah. and it made me feel horrible well <laughs> i looked you looked at me and the look you gave me made me burst out laughing. Burst out laughing in the game of Mafia, which should have made everyone in the game think Maria's laughing, therefore she's Mafia because she's something's happening out there. I was able to talk my way out of it saying my boyfriend was tickling me. And <laughs> Which everyone was creeped out by. <laughs> yes, but everyone believed it. But then people started using that as, as, as an excuse when someone else would laugh or make a sound. They'd go, Craig was tickling me. <laughs> and then everyone just thought Craig was a pervert. <laughs> <laughs> but everyone believed me. But in a game of Mafia, if I can't suppress my laughter, when everything's riding on it, it was the end of the game. Like I had everything to lose. How am I supposed to do it in the kitchen? Well, also, it seems like Maria lives here. So she's just part of the marriage. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I came out and Marie was giving Paisley the Wi-Fi code. <laughs> it's true. And she asked, she texted you for your address and I'm the one who gave that to her. <laughs> I noticed that too. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, I mean, and also I have to say that in that situation that we just had in the kitchen, and this is our big one for today, our little big one, that, that I... I'm the one who made that weird by getting so riled up about it. I didn't think you were riled up when you made a reaction to whatever he said. No, I know. But after you laughed and then I was like, I didn't do anything. Oh, it right, made right, me right. seem, yes, it made no, everyone made uncomfortable. Very guilty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and then the lady dog protest too much. Yeah. So it, it made the whole situation. <laughs> I should have just said, if he said, what, what are you laughing at? I should have been like, oh, nothing, honey. Chris tickling like, me. Chris tickling me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that, that was my bad. And I, I owe everyone an apology. I've already, I've already been in to apologize to Matt. He said it was no problem. Well, yeah, and no point was Matt ever mad. He was going, I'm not mad. I'm not mad. I know, but people say that. People say things. I know, but no one, I think everyone's forgiven me, Paisley. Oh, we'll see how this hour goes. <laughs> so I'm just going to quickly adjust a couple mics just because this is just what I do, guys. <laughs> I just feel like I want this. I feel like that you're going to be more comfortable possibly okay. like like this. Oh, that's perfect. Nice. Yeah, this that's is better nice. right in front of me. Yeah, yeah. So, Paisley, you've listened to the show. You know that when we have a guest on, we like to ask if they have any little big ones, any moral dilemmas that they need help yeah. with. And we'd be happy to help you out. Yeah, well, something happened recently where I, it had it's already happened, but mm-hmm. it was a situation that may come up again. And so I thought this might be something good sure. to discuss because I think everyone may face something more or less along these lines. But... I was in a situation where I wasn't sure if it was right to call the police. Mm. And this situation was particularly silly, I would say. Mm -hmm. Um, It was in the middle of the day, and I was taking out... It was a Sunday afternoon. I was taking out the recycling to the curb. 
And there was a car just parked in the red right out front of my building where I usually put the recycling. Mm -hmm. And I noticed that it was a a VW bug, their top was down, and it was a couple having sex in the front seat. <gasps> what? Wait, where was this? this it was, was on my street in Los Feliz. Well, wow. It was shocking. And I was rolling this giant garbage bin <laughs> past their car, and they didn't stir. They were just going about their own business, right. didn't even look at me. And I was feet away from them. Yeah, <gasps> And... They were doing their thing, and they were ben was into home. it. Were they? Yeah, they were, were. They were just. Were they clothed or what, um, what was no? The they position? were clothed. They were clothed. He was fully reclined in the passenger seat, and she was on top of him. She had a dress on, but I noticed as I was walking by, her dress was up, and from the movement, I could tell that that's what they were doing. And Ben was there too, and our windows faced the street, <gasps> so we just ran up and we're looking. We're in. We just couldn't believe what we were That's seeing. That's shocking. It was crazy. So it was like a convertible? Yeah, it was a convertible. They And they had their top down. They and, didn't even want to be discreet in and, any way. And she was like bouncing up and down yes. like she was riding a dick. Yes, she was. <laughs> Amanda! For quite a long time. Did you watch the whole... Most of it. Well... <laughs> <laughs> you gave them what they wanted. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. well they, they were not... They didn't seem aware of anyone around them. It wasn't like they were looking around trying to give right. people a show. They were, I don't know, they and may they were have in been the on drugs zone? or something. Yeah, they were parked right in front of a hydrant. Wait, and okay, so this did, is, they, did they finish? Like, or Yeah, so what of- happened was I'm friends with a lot of my neighbors, and I texted them to say, oh my gosh, you guys won't believe this. <laughs> right. A lot of us face out towards the street, so... A lot of us were at home and right. looking and texting each other, being like, this is hilarious. Kind of, we can't believe this is still happening. I left, went back, and then someone else had texted us saying, oh my gosh, the guy is working out, is the personal trainer for one of our neighbors? <gasps> and I looked out and one of our other neighbors was doing jumping jacks with the man who was just no. having sex in the car. What? It was, it blew my mind. I I didn't know what was happening in any way. And the girl was just sitting in the seat, in the front seat, in the red zone, waiting for her guy to finish this personal training session. I'm shook. It's to my the core. most bizarre situation. So what could be the, the reason behind why they're doing this? They're either exhibitionists and this is how they get off. He had I, to let off some steam before his workout. Well, I talked to the guy who was in the personal training session because I know him and I wanted him to know like, oh, good. Just so told you, him. Yeah, because if it were me, I obviously wouldn't want to work with that person. And he told me that he, that wasn't his personal trainer. He was just on a run and the guy jumped out of his car and introduced himself and offered him a free 15 minute <gasps> session. What? So I, it's the most bizarre situation. I don't understand it at all. I haven't seen them again. It was a pretty noticeable like powder blue VW convertible. I haven't seen it on my street again. But now that it's all happened, I don't know which way or the other how I feel about it. But when it started happening, I had the dilemma of, should I call the police? These people are having sex in a car in public in the middle of the day. But also, 
if the police were to come, they would probably end up on some sex offenders registry wow. and that would be mm. like very life ruining. Wow. That is interesting. And I just, oh I God. didn't, I didn't take any action because there are, I know that there aren't a lot of kids that live on our street. That was my one concern that like children would right. be traumatized by it mm. in some way. But I, I didn't even think of the sex offender registry thing. That was like my main dilemma with calling because weird things have happened on the street before where you don't hesitate to call if you think there's going to be a burglary or something right. like that. But now I, okay. No one has to answer this, <laughs> but I mean, we've all had sex in cars. Or no. <laughs> you said we don't have to answer. Right, right. I just, but that's not like a crazy thing no, when you're young. Or, no, I mean, not or like at all. Around. Yeah. But, but. Middle of the day. Um, convertible. convertible down on a, it wasn't, we don't live in a cul-de-sac. It's a pretty main street that yeah. people drive down. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's not a lover's lane they wanted. They wanted to be seen. That was. It seems like that was part of it. And now this the type of personality that would have sex in public to be seen in a um, red zone in a red zone is the same personality that would be an aggressive personal trainer popping out of cars, approaching joggers, asking them if they wanted a free 15 minute session. Now, that man is I think he probably is a sexual predator possibly I, or there's something wrong there but he was also driving a powder blue vw bug there's a lot wrong with this man and he should be behind bars <laughs> or on some sort of sexual deviant oh my registry. god i regret not calling the police now you it's just odd it's just like think of the the moments leading up to them pulling over to the red zone well every part of it doesn't make sense because there was also a parking spot free in f- okay in front of them this it, is nothing weirdest. about it adds up i think you may have seen satan <laughs> <laughs> honestly i it was shocking it it shook nothing my whole adds week. up nothing adds up this would be something this is like a teachable part in your life where like if people if something happens to you later in life where you're like no that doesn't make sense it doesn't add up you can always go back to, to this and go that's what life is yeah things don't add up people do things because no one would be like why if you were like investigating a crime like why would he park in the red zone yeah. if there was a parking spot right out of there yeah so how, I, old, how old were these people they were probably late 20s early 30s they were youngish they looked kind of like kind of hipstery I don't know. They must be exhibitionists. It has to be like they're getting off. The only off. thing, though, was that they were focused on each other. Like, there were people walking by. They were People were walking their dogs. Someone parked in that spot right in front of them. And they were not aware. Like, I walked right by their car with this loud yeah, trash can. I, and they didn't know. They didn't look. They didn't do anything. Maybe they had I headphones think they were on. on drugs. I don't know. They, they must they, have been on drugs. The guy was just so, like, pa- like just kind of out in his own world just sitting there but then so the the neighbor who did the that's what i don't understand that just takes it to a whole other level where i can't comprehend and it. that your neighbor was like yeah i'll do a free 15 well that's another thing. well that's this is where i'm putting myself in that situation and i feel like i'd be the the nervous loser who would be like okay yeah sure. i mean i probably oh, i may yeah. do the same thing yeah no way i would run away if someone goes do you want a free 15 minute session to just a a guy on the street saying that to me yeah maybe on the street i'd get out of there Ah. yeah it was 
I think, I mean, have we thought of this? Maybe they were just, they're in love. It's possible. And that maybe they just wanted to share that with the world. I mean, should public sex be legal? No. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so, too. I also don't want to see anyone's penis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I just don't think, you know, there's there's inside things and outside things. <laughs> <laughs> what about boobs? Should it be legal for women to show their boobs? No. Yes, I think so. I think I think it if it were destigmatized, it would be fine. I think women should be able to show their boobs. Why? You want that? You want to you want someone serving you a sandwich with their boobs out? Well, I think well what what, what like a subway? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Where am I? Venice no, a Beach? nice, a nice panini restaurant. Well, I also don't want a man with. I mean, that's just hygiene. But I don't mind if a woman wants to go rollerblading down the boardwalk with no shirt on. Okay, yeah, that's. I get. Well, but I, I don't know. I you mean, don't wanna, got, you got, don't want to see that. I don't want to see. That. I know it's just like, but but boobs are already out on the boardwalk because they're already in like bikinis and stuff. So that's right. you're saying. But you're saying like you just want to like go to a coffee shop and look to the left and like all of a sudden there's just some woman hanging out. No, I don't want it in places that serve food or drink. Why? Because that's the same reason people have to wear shoes. It's hygiene. So like at the Glendale Galleria, like walking through the mall. Yeah, just not near the food court. I guess it would be easy to try on clothes. True. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't think we need it. Why go backwards? Is my why go backwards? I why? think you you're a little mixed up about which way's which. You think that we wear clothes? Be- oh, you're saying like talking about like from caveman times, we've progressed. Yes, we've to progressed wearing clothes. to wearing clothes. I think in places where it's appropriate for men to not have shirts on, women shouldn't have to wear yeah. shirts. Yeah. I don't see a lot of but men the, are in the Galleria with no shirts on. True. <laughs> but if a man didn't have a shirt on, you wouldn't get arrested. I yeah. would get, right. But you'd think, why doesn't that guy yeah, have a shirt on? Yeah, you'd think it was on? weird. Yeah. I, I think, I mean, do you think that clothing should be optional? Do you really think that? And what do you think clothing does for a community? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like clothing is a nice courtesy for other people. Right. I think so, too. Yeah, I definitely like clothing, and I'm a proponent of it. But I yeah. I do think, you know, at a, what, what are some situations where men don't wear shirts? Like maybe working in the yard, um, swimming. Um, but I guess, is uh, why do women cover up their boobs and men don't cover up their pecs? And their, their little nipples. Yeah what, yeah, what is it? Is it because the women's are sexual and the men's aren't? But why are boobs sexual? Well, yeah, they're they're for food. They're for yeah. right, but there's there's I don't I Men don't are know. attracted to them is why and our system is built and the guys just on a can't patriarchy. Handle it. Yeah, why the, why do what should uh, I look up? It's why because do bro- women because men are threatened by women's sexuality. I'm threatened by a woman with no shirt on because I, I, it's not just men. Well, I mean, and I don't even really like walk when I'm in the locker room at the gym. Like there's some women who are just like fully nude, like parading yeah. around yeah. and having conversations. Like, I guess I'm like, I'll change, but I'm always trying to kind of tilt myself. Yeah. And yeah. same with like at a nude beach. Um, I, I like went into the water when I was in, where was I, Hawaii or something and took off my bathing suit in the water, but I wasn't like flaunting it around. I'm just scared, honestly, to be raped. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And that's sad. Yeah. 
That, yeah. It's, yeah. It's Not crazy. by the women in the locker room. Well, right. <laughs> as Brian Palmer wrote in Slate Magazine back in 2013 in his article, When Did Bare Breasts Become Taboo? Mm-hmm. It's not entirely clear why bare breasts became verboten in ancient Greece, but some historians think it had to do with the changing roles of women. As the centuries progressed, ancient Athens became an increasingly patriarchal society. Women retreated into the home, (laughs) rarely emerging in public, and lived under the dominion of their fathers or husbands. Because the breast had long been a symbol of feminine fertility, it had to be kept from view. If you dig a little deeper... If you dig a little deeper, you'll you'll find that in the 1900s in America, it was taboo for men's nipples to be exposed too. Interesting. Men took to the streets and protested. <laughs> oh my really? god! And by 1936, they were free to roam as they pleased without their shirts on. Wow. Ooh. Um. Well, I know there's that hashtag free the nipple thing on social media where because i know if you post something on instagram where a a, nip, a woman's nipple showing it's usually taken off that's of ridiculous that's stuff. ridiculous yeah, yeah and even i have friends that are artists and even if it's a drawing or a painting of a woman with her bare breast it's taken off of why the are site. people that's so crazy. threatened by it and the same thing with know. breastfeeding too everyone's like crazy hang-ups about that yeah yeah i don't i think it's half threatened and then half just like it's a bodily like breastfeeding is a bodily function people react to because it is literally like fluids coming out of your body i think people more react to like a bare breast than the i than think the so fluid too. aspect really like, what about well, that's crying what I think or about. sneezing or blowing yeah. your nose it's all that's all gross to me yeah so then but you, you would never be like don't cry here oh cry- <laughs> <I'm> crying <laughs> i cried in a verizon yesterday Why? yesterday yeah i because oh. i it was just a long they really honestly it was like basic training they were trying to break me down and they did damn how hard did you cry uh, i just said i'm sorry I, i'm getting irritated and then i left but i started crying as i walked out the door did they try and stop you no they said that's what they, they want they, in their minds yeah. they went she's yes she's done <laughs> another one bites the dust yeah <laughs> But anyway, that's a story for another day. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't listen. Well, also just going back to the police aspect of it, I also find myself hesitating more to call the police just with police brutality happening and the question of who is actually protecting people and keeping law and order. Right. That's a hesitation that I have more recently Mm, interesting and also i this has come up with a couple of listener emails but talking about unconscious bias as well because i'm always like call the police call the police and i'm i'm calling the police as much as i can but i do (laughs) i I do try and like ask myself like like what you did with the couple having sex in the car it's like what is really going on here and like what i think it is good to think like what could happen to these people if the police come like in this case with these people because they were adults and they were doing it in the middle of the street i think it like you had every right to call the police yeah like if they were just teenagers in a car well also i wonder if maybe with the unconscious bias thing the fact that they were in a powder blue vw convertible swayed me it seemed more silly than if they were in i don't know maybe a beat-up car or some other kind of vehicle it may have alarmed me more but the fact that it was in a sweet little 
now, teenage girl's yeah. car. Let me ask you this. If it would have been on the lawn outside. That would be different, I think. Why? I don't know. But I, that did. I they thought were about in, that At least well. in their own private property. Yeah. yeah if they were on, oh. say, the lawn on our apartment building yes. property, that sidewalk. Well, they're blocking the way. <laughs> sidewalk yeah you'd have to go there around are two them. people blocking the sidewalk please hurry if oh. they were on the grass by the mm. curb that's not that's public that's public yeah they're going to jail i don't know i think the kid in middle of the day public displays like that i mean there are kids around that isn't right to do yeah i know yeah i think I, I think it was nice of you to consider them in the sex offender registry, but they're that is offensive and it's sex, so <laughs> that's weird, go. Paisley. That's one of the weirdest stories it's I've ever heard. Insane. It's one of the weirdest things I've ever witnessed. I'm gonna keep my eye out for a powder blue VW. Yeah, the guy has bleached hair. Oh boy. Wow. And was he wearing a tank top or I didn't get a sense of what he was wearing. He was clothed. Yeah. Though. And so then he when he was doing the jumping jacks with your neighbor, she was just sitting in the car. Yeah, she was just sitting in the car hanging out. That's so embarrassing for your neighbor. I know. I know. Cuz he hadn't seen he what had, had no idea. Yeah. And a lot of us other neighbors had seen what was happening and then saw him down there with him and thought maybe they were friends or he knew him or had made this appointment. Oh, my God. But, um, yeah, we talked and he said, I have no idea who he was. He just came up and, and started talking to me. And they were just doing jumping jacks or was there They a were doing core? some sit-ups. Did he yeah. give him his card or anything? I don't think so. He... Uh, my neighbor told me that the guy told him his name, but he said the guy was acting really weird and he didn't believe that that's what his name was. Wow. Yes, they were. They must have been on drugs. You know what? I'd bet a hundred bucks. They're already on the sex registry. That's true. The sex. Yeah, probably. Registry. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. I don't so, know about the girl. I don't know her part in all this, but she was on top. She was. She was indeed. What is the line, though? Like, how would you even prove penetration? I think they can prove penetration. So they, but well, they I don't think it ha- I don't think the police have to say you were actually having sex. Oh, it's I think just- it's indecent exposure mm-hmm. type of thing. But they were fully clothed; you couldn't really see anything. Yeah. yeah so, like, are Maybe you allowed? They know the laws really well. Maybe, Maybe they're cops. Yeah, they're I think cops. we're figuring this out. He's probably working for the police force. <laughs> That's true. They know all. They know and all he the saw that I knew what was happening. And, and he, he said, went, I'm going to quickly get out, hop out and train this guy to cover my tracks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very Yeah, odd. well, next time I'll call the police. All right, yeah, well, Nick, call me first. I'll come <laughs> rushing over. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with a little afternoon delight. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, we ready for the big one? Yes. Yeah. Okay. The year is 2050. We're all grownups with teenage children. We're all grown up. What? Your teenage daughter, 16-year-old Annalise Beatrice, comes home to introduce you to her new boyfriend. The twist is, her boyfriend, he's not a football player, he's a robot. Do you let your daughter date a robot? Oh, my God. 
my gosh. Okay, cool. I'm so excited. <laughs> cool. Okay, cool. I was just so nervous. I'm such an indecisive person. So thinking about coming on this show was really making me nervous. So I, f- I feel good now that I know what the yeah, big one is. It's a good least. one. Even it's though a- I don't really know what I would do, but I just feel good knowing what the big well, one is. Well, maybe yeah. we should just do a quick scene of uh just the the daughter bringing the boyfriend home oh great Mm -hmm. so who wants to be the robot i i can be the robot paisley do you want to be the daughter sure and then you can be uh the i'll be the single mom (laughs) yes you're the single mom why do you have your hand down your pants (laughs) (laughs) i dare you to call the cops (laughs) (laughs) her hands on her pants her thumbs sticking out well it's just like that's what people do right I don't know. I think they do it through the belt loop. Yeah, or through the pockets. Well, you think the pockets are just inside your pants. Not down the zipper. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) People do that. Now that I know. Okay. All right. So, um, and scene. Mom, it's so good to see you. Oh, honey, come in. Oh, oh my gosh. I'm so excited for you to meet Robbie. I cannot wait to meet Robbie. You know, I started dating your dad when I was 16. Really? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, maybe it's true love for me. I think it is. He is unlike anyone else I've ever met. He is just, he knows what I'm thinking. He is so in tune with me. And he he almost anticipates what I want before I say what I want. Anna, Annalise, that's wonderful. He's amazing. Let me go get him. He's outside. Oh. I just, I wanted to say hi to oh. you first. Hmm. I'm so happy to see you. Robbie. Oh, hello. You must be Annalise Oh my God. Hello. How are you? I'm good. I'm very good. Now he's a handsome young man. Um, Robbie, where are you from? Well, I'm from a, a, a warehouse in Silicon Valley. A warehouse? Is that? I've never heard of that. Isn't that cool? He's from California, too. Yes, it's a very beautiful place. Have you been? Uh, I've I've been to Silicon Valley. Um, my, my husband and I, he's recently left me. Oh, I know. Actually, when I started dating Annalise, I uh, looked up some, some things in the computer and it downloaded into my brain. Uh, oh, how, how did you two meet? Well, I was... <laughs> I was getting some frozen yogurt and I walked by a storefront and I saw this beautiful guy in the window and I went in and introduced myself. And it was... Uh, Are you a model? Uh, I am a model 321. Oh, but I'm afraid I don't understand. Why, Annalise, haven't you told your mother? Oh my God, your head. It's spinning 360. What is going on here? Mom, he's a robot. Can't you tell? A ro-what? A robot. It stands for Real Offbeat Boy O Rula. A robottle? Now, wait a minute. I, 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 I'm, you know, I'm consider myself a pretty modern lady over here. Oh, I know. No daughter of mine is going to date a robot. Well, why not? I'm just like any other man. I have hair like any other man. Does it grow? Mom, he treats me better than any other guy at high school. She is my princess. She is, uh, uh, as Shakespeare once said, a lady in red. red. <laughs> what? How old are you, Robbie? I'm 13 months old. Honey, 
Oh, Mom, it's different with robot age. I mean, he knows more than anyone else I've ever met. He's so mature. You know, Annalisa, maybe I should go. No, Robbie, don't. Mom, come on, give him a chance. I love him. Fine, we can all go out to Froyo together, but I'm coming as a chaperone. You can come with us. I mean, Robbie can't eat any, but you and I can have some. You don't eat? Well, I can't eat it. It wouldn't mess up my wiring. Oh, boy. And scene. That's scary. Yeah. Off the bat, should we do first impressions? Yeah. I wanted to be a yes, but honestly, after hearing that, I'm a hell no. Yeah, that that particular scenario <laughs> <laughs> makes me very weary. Robbie, is my name Robbie the robot? <laughs> Robbie and Annalise. Robbie and Annalise in the robot. I think no, but here's the thing. So I was playing Robbie maybe a little too computer-esque. Yeah, I think this is an early version of what boyfriend robot should we go should we go like 20 years later and maybe robbie isn't is just a little more human yeah i mean we can uh, i mean we can talk about it both ways like i it's safe to assume that he's human like you know and maybe this is a society where we have robots you know like working at the frozen yogurt shop and like they're kind of integrated (laughs) shop is the most progressive place in all the land (laughs) Yeah, I I guess I would imagine it to be more like you couldn't tell the difference if you were in in, in a conversation until maybe a few days into getting to know them. Now, Robbie, the robot, is kind of – here's what's interesting to me. Would you let your daughter date a computer or a fax machine? No. Okay. Well, no, but honestly, like, what can you really do? I mean, if I try and forbid them, they're just going to fall even deeper in love. (laughs) I just, what is your, what is your reasoning as to not date a robot? What are they missing by dating a a robot that has every, every human quality? Yeah. But let's go back in the scene really quickly. And I'm going to, and, and you're going to bring home Robbie just 9.0. Okay. And, and I'm going to be as human as possible. Okay. Okay. And let's, okay. And scene. Mom, meet my boyfriend, Robbie. Hi. It's nice to meet you. It's great to meet you. I love your house. It's so awesome. Oh, thank you so much. That's so sweet of you. Here, come have a seat. I have some cheese and crackers out. This is a a photo album, huh? Oh, wow. This is Annalise. Oh, this is Annalise. She's going to kill me. But yeah, this is her giving her a bath in the sink. She's such a fat baby. She was 12 pounds. She ripped me to shreds. Oh, my gosh. Come on. Oh, my gosh. Uh, you just wait you just wait are you two robbie do you want kids uh i I, yes i would like to adopt yeah 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 we've we've talked about our future yes 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 it's so crazy i can't even believe it i know he's my high school sweetheart i think that's so sweet you're mine really yeah so why adopt though you're not able to have children of your own i'm the my my kind doesn't we aren't able to have children but i i love kids and and i yes i would love to have yeah there's so many kids in the world that need parents yes Yes. that's a nice sentiment yeah um but what you said your type what is that yeah uh artificial intelligence so i'm actually oh yes wow annalise you didn't mention this about robbie oh well i mean yeah it's not a big deal yeah it's he's ai mom it's not a big deal let me just um feel kind of silly putting this white wine spritzer in front of you oh no we can you people don't drink do you no, no, no we do. the we update do. has allowed them to eat and drink yes. like the rest of us yes we do. and may, may i say these cheese and crackers are very delicious this is brie 
That's right. It is Brie. Um, yeah. And you have I, a stomach? What do you look like on the inside? Hey, um, sorry, Robbie, do you mind if I um, just help my mom with this cheese plate real fast? Oh, sure. I'll make myself. I'll go tickle the, tickle the ivories over here. Oh, please be careful. That's a very expensive piano. I'm mom, just worried he doesn't know his own strength. Mom, you're being rude. I can see it in your face. Well, Annalise, I'm sorry if I'm not as forward thinking as your Aunt Carol. But to me, this is just a little bit odd. It's not natural. It's not what God intended. Well, first of all, Aunt Carol is so nice to Robbie. We go to her place all the time, and I don't understand why you can't be cool. Your Aunt Carol is an alcoholic. That's Annalise. neither here nor there. I like Robbie. The two of you come quickly, but there's a, there's a flock of birds flying across. It's beautiful. It's absolutely gorgeous. Ew. Robbie will be over there in a minute. One second. Why is he yelling at me in my own home? He loves birds. And see. What is that, a glitch in the system? Well, now I really just shocked myself because now I'm really seeing the parallels between someone not wanting people to date robots and people who don't agree with gay marriage. Yeah. Uh, right, right, right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, it's the same argument. Same thing. You, you boys don't drink, do you? <laughs> <laughs> so do they have, like... Do they? Uh, well, I don't understand what would be the concern to not date that they don't someone. have souls that they're not they're not but do we human? have souls wow mm. and we hit the nail on the head <laughs> wow <laughs> paisley coming in with the tough questions um right. i think my my concern would be i feel like a lot of times the reason why i mean just nowadays like when people or like in the movie her like the yes. the idea of like having um, a, a relationship, like an online relationship, um, which is, you know, even like obviously Robbie was really human, like, human feeling, mm -hmm. but um, like people like having online relationships or, you know, like in the new Blade Runner, like Ryan Gosling dating a hologram. I think part of that is because it's more simple and there's more control involved in a relationship mm -hmm. like that. Um, and I feel just from personal experience that being in a relationship with another human is so complex and you learn so much about yourself that it's really, that's part of the that's value to me is it being in a relationship with another human who has like feelings and anger and emotions and, but maybe the robot could be programmed to well, have all those I, things. That's what I think is that these robots would in the field, like they, they would become able to feel and some kind of like the original Blade Runner where it's like they do have feelings. I guess in that case like I have no problem with that but I think like if my daughter wanted to date like her phone or a less human robot that could be shut off yeah. or where she could program it herself to her needs and wants. Well like, maybe you can though. Maybe you can but then the robot does have feelings but you get to program it exactly how you want it to be. I mean I don't know that this is right but me, I feel like you're missing out on like growing and being challenged by someone if you can just shut them off. But yeah. what if you could go in and go, I want this to be my boyfriend and this is what I want to learn from this relationship. I want to learn how to be a better this. I want to learn what I'm bad. So they teach you all these things, but it's all programmed. It's all pre-programmed. But if, if I could program it for my daughter, maybe yeah, she wouldn't know mm -hmm. what to put in there. Mm -hmm. But what would it be like to date someone with no character flaws? What, uh, well, that you'd have to ask Craig. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I don't. Would that be boring? Would your life be boring, or would it be really easy and enjoyable? And someone who would just like you never had to compromise on where you wanted to go to restaurants or vacations. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'd like to just share with everyone a little video I found um, um, that we can all watch and the people at home can 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 listen to. And this is a man um, who's um, oh, no. oh, dating, a, dating a robot. Now, is that a robot or it looks like a sex doll? Um, it seems to be a robot because it does talk. And as he'll say, it has um, family mode. Family mode. Okay, so right now he's touching her hips. She's a very tan woman with yeah. long dark hair and a hot pink halter dress. And dead eyes. Dead eyes, lots of makeup, okay, lots of contour. Just- her eyes are glowing. <laughs> Samantha is interactive. Basically, she likes to be touched. Uh, she has different modes of interaction. She has romantic, she has family, and she has also sexy modes. You can touch Samantha, uh, for example, in the hips. You can touch Samantha also in the arms. You can touch Samantha in the hands. You can touch her anywhere. Uh, you can kiss Samantha. She likes to be kissed. No. Normally she likes to be kissed always. And also she responds to uh, basically the G-spots and also the breasts. She can also respond to the hands. So basically the hands are family, the romantic, the hips are family and romantic. And basically the spots where basically she feels sexy would be mouth and the G-spot. She has... Uh, a way of interacting that initially she would like to be romantic, she would like to be family, and you get to a point where she wants to be sexual. The objective, final objective of the sexual mode is to get her to the orgasm. Mm, I don't think so. So just so you know, throughout that entire thing, Samantha was staring straight ahead into space with blank uh, eyes. See, maybe this is a double standard and I'm trying I'm going to work this out live on the air. <laughs> but if my son, my teenage son brought home a Samantha, I think I'd say hell no because it also like obviously that robot, that type of robot is playing into this like male fantasy of yeah. women yeah. and I think that's dangerous. But what yeah. if Samantha was like Robbie? What if Samantha son? looked like a normal teenager yeah. and and your son was dating? I'd still somehow it's harder to swallow from you. Like, well, uh, I don't know because I don't know. I just don't know. I would be scared of what my son would do if he could control that robot. But you can't. Let's say they can't control it. Yeah. Let's say they have their own programmer somewhere else. Yeah. Awareness. They're like Westworld. Yeah. Yes, then great. Then I'm all for it. You know, like. I, I then that's fine, but there's there is something about the 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 like where AI is right now. Although there are a lot of lonely people out there that don't have social skills, like loneliness is an epidemic. So if that's the way that they're able to like have a partner, then I, who am I to tell them that that's not right? Right. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Gosh, I'm and I'm wondering if it is. 
like a Westworld type of robot. It's hard to say if they're programmed to like you. Would you have trust issues with a robot? Mm, because then you don't know if issues. it's just that they're programmed to like humans and that's the only reason they're and with also, you. And also, like, if they get mad, like... What is their strength? Yeah, well, how... Like, like Annalise's mom said, what is Robbie's strength? He yeah. may not know his own strength. I just think it's also getting into dangerous territory when you start mixing AI and humans... The AI are going to take over if you start treating them as humans. I think they're going to take over no matter what. I think, yeah, I do too. I don't know. I just think it is a dangerous mindset to kind of go like, no, like must be with like and things that aren't human like can't. I think there's human and then there's not human. That's why people can't have sex with animals. Mm, That's true. They can't have sex with robots and they can't have sex with trees. Well, well, should people be able to, like, marry a hologram? Well, there are, are those people that are object sexual, mm-hmm. that there's some woman who is married to a bridge. Amanda she- loves bridges. <laughs> she does. <laughs> right. They're beautiful. I've always heard her talk about the Pasadena bridges. Yeah, they're gorgeous. Yeah, well, I wouldn't blame you. Yeah, uh, no. but I know that, I mean, it's a very small community of people, but right. that is a thing where people have a sexual attraction to objects and feel like they have a relationship with an inanimate object. Yeah. It's just the idea, would you, can you, should you mix, like, species, basically? One being human, one being AI. And I say, no, because AI should never get to the point where they're able to be in a relationship with someone, and that's even a question. But let's take it back to, like, not, you know, on a smaller scale, your daughter bringing home an AI to That's date. like Robbie? Mm-hmm. Well, you can't say no, because then she's going to go harder into yeah. it. But I think maybe I'd find a human guy, and I'd try and set them up with one another. Also, as a mother of a teenage girl, maybe there's some sort of setting where the robot won't take advantage of your daughter. That's interesting. That other teenage into, boys this will. This is getting into That's that Black Mirror episode, though, where the mother could watch through her daughter's eyes. So if you if you're too um, if you're too involved, then they'll they'll find out yeah. run away from you. But would you want your daughter dating a good clean robot or some scumbag from high school? Uh yeah, no, it's definitely interesting. Now, what if your teenage son brought home that Samantha? Samantha. I throw her out the window. You would would you if he said like I'm bringing someone to Thanksgiving <laughs> That's... out the window. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I know my I would struggle if I had a son who was like maybe he's a gamer like doesn't have social skills like somewhere on the spectrum and he brought home that doll I would struggle with letting that doll have a seat at the table. Yeah. Right. Well, I you'd would. get your son into therapy immediately. <laughs> You know, I wouldn't be judgmental of it. I'd just accept it, and then I'd help them work through the, the okay, problem. Okay, wait, let's having. let's go back to... That's kind of an uh, early version of Samantha. What if Samantha was like a normal girl? Right. Mm-hmm. Like, say your son is a little awkward with weird social skills, but he has a girlfriend who's a robot who's, like, sweet and kind mm-hmm. and cute and not, like, over-sexualized. She's just, like, a normal, cute 
I think girl. that could do some good for some lonely guys because I, yeah. they're the you know lonely guys get a little angry. Yeah, mm-hmm. and to have like a positive female influence yes. that is like nurturing him and like supporting like what he's into but is it kind of sick that we're like fostering that instead of making like these guys try and come out of their comfort zone i mean if you're saving lives i guess it's okay but honestly i'd be worried about samantha i'd be like you treat her right when like there's no one around right i would be scared that he's like acting out sick fantasies on her true Right, but she can a later version of Samantha can can can, can defend herself. But now, she'll forgive him afterwards no matter what. Her programming oh scolds him. This is what scares me if if a guy is dating a troubled man dating an AI that he can do anything he wants to them, like Samantha with no zero repercussions. Ten point Either either then like what happens if he starts dating a real girl? Yeah. And he's used to having someone say anything you want, you know? It could make the problem even worse. Maybe true. It sh- maybe the robot should be programmed to like shut off if they act a certain way. Yeah, like the robot turns inside out. Yes. Yeah, and it becomes like unattractive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, or a mirror just comes and then the guy has, has to, to look see at himself. himself. Yeah. That's, That's good. really good. Her eyes turn into a mirror. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Huh. It's hard. I don't yeah. know. I So maybe we should go around and, and give our final thoughts. I'll start in just saying that I would, you know, you can't tell anyone to do anything, but I would be, I would make my daughter aware or son aware, hey, you know, this AI may be great, but, you know, you should try human relationship because you will be missing something, I believe. Um, but it is 2091 or whatever it is. So maybe I'm out of the loop. Yeah, I'm I'm always asking myself, you know, what is it? Like, I feel like I'm pretty up on stuff, like what the kids like, you know, I think I'm still kind of, kind of on the younger (laughs) side. I'm always wondering, like, where will I draw the line where I'm finally like, this is too much as I get Mm -hmm. older. Um, And I, and I wonder if this could be a a challenge for like our generation when this happens, because we all know it's going that way. So I'm going to try right now and be aspirational with what I say and say that I'm okay with it. Um, even You're though, okay with the first Robbie or the second Robbie or both? Both, both, both. I'm, both. I'm not okay with first Robbie. No, no, no. And you forbid it. I wouldn't forbid anything for that. I would coax and steer away. Yes. But would, I wouldn't say, no, you're not dating that boy yeah. robot. Otherwise, she would go all in. Yeah. So you're saying you're... What's your final decision? I, I would be... I would be very hesitant with Robbie version one. Very hesitant. That's that's really odd because it it, yeah. it it just doesn't. Right. Also, I think it's so rude to come to someone's house and not eat. We had <laughs> right. my cousin yeah. dated a girl once who came over for Thanksgiving. They were like 19 and she didn't wouldn't even take a plate. Yeah. And Why? the Lund's heads were spinning. We don't we don't know. I mean, some people have like weird eating things. Yeah. So yeah. no one said anything, but still, uh, when yeah. she left, everyone was Maybe like, "Maybe she was a robot." Mm. 
Wow. You're probably right. That's interesting. Well, also, I'm just kind of wrapping my head around the idea of technology giving us social skills and that it's important that it's in a human body right. in order that's, to like have a relationship with it. I don't understand that. I don't understand why they're making robots to look like humans. But because wh- if your daughter brought home like a phone or like a cube that was her boyfriend that was like Robbie version 10.0 had all the interactions right. but was not in the human form. But then you can't touch another you're not able yeah. to touch another human. But what if you had like then a sex doll? That's too much. You don't, you would not be okay with that. Well, what about the movie Her? Right. Did you support that relationship? Well, no, because I think Amy Adams was right in front of him the whole time. And that was like, that was the same human connection he was having, except he, you know, that puts in more, it, it's more effort to actually have a human in front of you where you're responsible and you have to take care of something. If you don't have to take, that's the other thing. If maybe I'm changing my answer, you don't have to take care of a robot. A robot's completely self-sufficient. So, you know, what are you getting out of this relationship? If, if you're not giving anything to this person, nothing you give to that person can be taken true, like truly. Well, there's also no risk. There's no risk of heartbreak. And that's wrong, I think. I think that's wrong, and that's a life less lived. Is a life true? Date a, a a life married to a robot is a life less lived. I have to agree with you, Maria. I do too. Oh no, I think I might be changing my mind. We might, I mean, I, I don't know. know if I would necessarily stop my daughter from dating a robot because maybe the experience of of doing that would be helpful to see the difference mm-hmm. of how it it isn't as fulfilling right um so i don't know if i would necessarily stop her but maybe if it was she was a little bit older and getting married (laughs) i I wonder if in 30 years we're gonna look back on this podcast and be so embarrassed i'm sure we will i won't but it doesn't uh it's just well because i think ai might go beyond our wildest imagination for what is possible yeah so yeah Right. I just don't know. This is, I don't know if I we're going to get to the bottom of this. I really don't. I mean, I think we're all saying like we're. It's not our number one choice, but we're not going to forbid it, and that's important. That's the important part of this, right? Yeah, because it's hard to determine what a soul is and where your consciousness lies. Can it think for itself? Line? Can it think for itself? It might eventually. Probably, yeah. It has some. Maybe even has some self awareness. I don't know. I'm I'm out of here. I'm leaving. My you're, daughter comes throwing out yourself. I'm, out yeah, I'm out the window. Um, just real quick, what about someone who's been injured and is part robot with a human brain, but their body is robot? Like um, like I think a that's Robo-Cop. okay. <laughs> okay. I think that's all right. Okay, yeah, that's good with me too. Sure. <laughs> Wow! Did you email me? A yes, listener? I did. I emailed you. That was that was a brain buster. Yeah, I, I can't say I'm a hundred percent. I'm not either. Me it's either, a difficult. Guys. It's not. I don't know if we'll ever get to the bottom of it. What if you found out right now that Craig was a robot? That's I'd go lead, lead me to your programmer. I've got some notes. <laughs> I've got some tweaks. <laughs> Would you feel less fulfilled? No, I feel lied to. Um. And then there would be trust issues. 
So, Let's say it wasn't his choice whether or not to tell you. He wasn't aware that he was a robot. Right. Like you both found wow. out together. Oh, that's sweet. We, t- yeah. we turned in his 23 and me and he got uh-huh. it back and he went 100 percent machine. All microchips. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what robot I think is hot is Chappy. <laughs> God. Okay, we ready for I this? I don't know. I don't know about the Craig as a robot thing. I think that would be... Um, I, he's so human-like that I just... that If he's that human-like, then is he a robot? What if you found out he was a robot and then you got a bill that was like, if you want to keep him, you got to buy him? <laughs> <laughs> it's a long trial period. I know. It's such a long trial <laughs> Three period. Three-year trial period. <laughs> Okay, dear the big ones, last night I went to a Weird Al concert to hopefully enjoy an evening of humor and music. (laughs) As soon as I was seated, I heard from the woman behind me what I could only describe as a tisk sound. This continued to happen every one to six seconds. I assumed this had to be a medical condition like breathing problems or something like a nervous tick, as no one would purposely do such a behavior. It was highly annoying to listen to and clearly bothered the couple next to me while we waited for the show to start. Is there any harm in asking the woman if she can stop or conceal this behavior? Mm-hmm. What would you have done? For me, I did not ask. Looking back, it was a major distraction for the opening stand-up comedy act, <laughs> but did not deter from the music of the main event. Love, Kyle. Hmm. Thoughts? I probably would have taken the same route as Kyle. Yeah. Um, because it is such a short amount of time, and yeah. you don't know if it is a tick, even though he said it sounded like it wasn't. Tisk tisk. Yeah, that sounds kind of like a tick. If someone was, I mean, if someone's coughing, you can't stop them, right? I mean, you can in your mind go, "Why are you here? Excuse yourself." Um, but. I don't know if it is kind of like a tick noise if you can do anything. You just... You know, I think it's a difference if someone is, like, talking loudly on their cell phone. Yeah. You know, some behavior that's, like, outwardly rude. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's fair game to say it if you're comfortable with saying something. And you probably should speak up. Um, I don't always speak up when someone's, like, on their phone in the movies or something. Um, oh, Matt God. will say something. Yeah. Well, like, if it's something someone can control, I say you yeah. should be able to say something. And especially because it is such a um, temporary situation. You know, if this was someone in the cubicle next to you, nine to five, who was doing this, you might want to inquire about know? moving desks. Yeah. Or, or just say like, hey, what is this? And do you have to do it? Because it bothers me. Um, <laughs> right, right, right. Investigate it. But in, I think it's the tisk. I'm trying to even think what that would be. I don't know. That's kind of what I'm imagining. Oh, it is awful. It would be weird if it if they were watching a play. Mm. Yeah. And it was maybe two hours of the main event. But because the Weird Al thing, it's like, it's loud. You don't really it hear all It seems like a tick. And it seems like you can't do anything. So in a play, in a music thing, you can drown it out because it'll be loud, right? But if it was something quiet, I'd go into the lobby and say, I need to buy a ticket for another day because there, or I need to move seats. Yeah, I think that would be the solution is yeah. not to engage them because you don't necessarily want to embarrass them if it is a tick. Yeah. 
But you don't need to waste your money by sitting there for that right. amount of time. That's fair. Because some people, that wouldn't really bother them. Yeah. Like some people, yeah. it would really bother them. But if someone's talking or on their phone. Yeah, or, or if they were like any... whispering to their friend yes. next to them. Even if they're whispering, they're trying to be quiet. Mm-hmm. I might say something. Unwrapping candy. Anything like that that's like, you know, you're in a public space and there are rules. So do you guys speak up when something like that happens um if it goes on for i'll give people a little bit of a pass for like a minute two minutes and then if it continues yeah in the movies i always just do a very passive aggressive turnaround that's good yeah that does work (laughs) don't actually verbalize it you just investigate Uh what's going on back there yeah that's i think that's what I, i i don't normally um I, it also just reminds me of like being like when oh, I'm with someone who does, I get embarrassed to be honest. Oh, I feel nervous. Like yeah. there's going to be a confrontation. Yeah. But th- that's something I'm trying to work on a little bit more. And, and as I'm getting older, I'm a, a lot better about it and also less tolerant of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the one time I did say something was when I was in, um, what's the juice store that has like the juice frozen yogurt. Oh, is it juice serve? No, I, it's some sort I of think juice store at the. Oh, that's the one near that the all grove. the robots work at. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the one it's, Americana, it's at the Americana. Yeah. yeah, it's pressed. I think yeah, is what it's called. Yeah. So I was there, and there were these two girls, and they were just like Instagramming like crazy, like selfies and taking pictures, and they literally like were like pushing me up against the counter and like put their phone like in front of my face. Oh my gosh! Ew. It was horrible, and I. Actually, now that I really think about it, I don't think I said anything. I think I just like looked at them and I was like, like gave them a look like a what? Wow. Um, but it was so that's a case I, I wish that I had said like, excuse me, you you have to respect people's personal yeah. space because I also feel like I know if that were me and the times in my life when I've been told things, I've been so embarrassed and like it's my Catholic guilt that I like ruminate over that kind of stuff. So I I kind of tend not to do that. But also the times people have spoken up to me, I've really learned a lesson. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Just as I hate it when people do it in a way that's like, oh, you're doing this. But it's just like if someone's just everyone should be kind to each other. So if you do speak up, in like that situation of like, hey, like, I guess my way of being kind is going like, hey, what's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? That's a nice attitude to yeah. have yeah, when you're correct. Yeah, that's a good casual, yeah, non-confrontational. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta cool it. We yeah. both know, right? We we're, both know. Yeah, let's figure this out. Exactly. I mean, that's how I'd want to be told. I wouldn't want to be like, excuse me. Oh, are you opening um, our... Yeah. So we've been asking people to leave reviews on iTunes. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're going to read one of them because we said we'd pick our favorite and read it. That's what we said, right? Yes, okay. I think so. Okay. I think I'm we said to that. look at these reviews here. So I have to leave a review. I don't think I have yet. Please. 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 Five stars. Please five stars. Okay. So the title of the review says, help. Episodes are filled with insane false dichotomies. Quotation, if there were no perverts, there would be no geniuses, end quote. (laughs) And bonkers assumptions about life outside Hollywood, 
quote, most people go on, what, one or two job interviews in their lifetime, end quote. <laughs> At the end of each episode, after a series of crazy tangents, they come to the realization that the dilemma would be easy as long as the crux of the dilemma were already solved. <laughs> <laughs> I screamed four times an episode and I'm now convinced that Amanda is an Orange County conservative and Maria is a straight up InfoWars watcher. <laughs> I think this is an alt-right podcast in disguise. Listen to the tax episode. My biggest dilemma at this point is if I stop listening to the big ones now, what was this all for in the first place? And And then we got four stars. That's pretty good. From personal big one. And that's the name of the reviewer. We, I appreciate the review. Yes. Um, I also want to point out that, um, in the tax episode, just to clarify, I love taxes. I've mentioned how much I love bridges to the point where I want to marry one. Um, so I love paying taxes. Oh. I love the tax system. I just hate paying taxes personally. And I don't think it I was think a tax episode. Taxes. I think taxes were mentioned. No, this was the Craig Kukowski's little big one, I think, when With he, he was... Holes. Yeah, loop tax loopholes. Yeah. So I think, you know, I love yeah. social services. I love unemployment. All right, well, um, we get it. We Maria, get it. do you yeah. read InfoWars? Uh, no, I don't. I pray you don't. Uh, also, if you're calling me an Orange County conservative because you think Long Beach is in Orange County, I beg of you, sir. And or I'm assuming you're female. a man. Why? I don't know. Just the tone. Maybe it's a woman. Oh, no. I, when I read it. Well, when I read it, I thought this, this is a robot. <laughs> Long Beach is in L.A. County. So thank That's you very right. much. Wow. Uh, one more just to cleanse our palates. This is from um, this is from FMGM81. Choose your own adventure. Five stars. Maria Blasucci and Amanda Lund are two funny, funny people. The Big Ones is a quirky show where each episode features an often absurd and compelling dilemma. Hearing the hosts and their guests explore different complications and possible outcomes makes for a deeply entertaining listen. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's signed uh, Alt Right, um, <laughs> the Alt Right Brigade. <laughs> Um, Alex Jones Jones. (laughs) Um, well Paisley this has been did you have a good time oh my god it was a joy thank you Paisley for coming it was yeah I'm gonna be really thinking about this for a while all of the AI conversations you guys have they're really fascinating because we're gonna be in it soon yes Mm -hmm. within a couple years I think I know I will be and they'll all know where you stand I know where can people find you? Where can the AI find you oh, if they wanted yeah. to? Yeah, the little cubes can find me um, <laughs> on Instagram mostly at Paisley, not plaid, uh, P A I S L E Y, not plaid. Um, that's pretty much it. I have um, an account for um, cute dental signs at Teeth with Teeth. Yes, if anyone knows of a sign where a tooth is smiling for like a dentist or a tooth has a tooth. Send it to Paisley and she will post that because it's a really, it's a gift. Yeah. A, oh, I should show you real quick the book my, did I show you the book my grandma wrote? No. Also, Flavortown Fashion Week. Oh, yeah. there I have many um, <laughs> novelty Instagram accounts. So there's a one, as if Guy Fury were a lifestyle blogger that's great at flavortown fashion i love this yes and this is the pamphlet my grandma wrote about um how dentists are corrupt the ugly truth about dentists and the evil system that supports them yeah read a a quote how did she get involved in this Um, uh, it was all just based out of her apartment so she just typed up she hated dentists um she had some bad experiences and Mm. she 
Um, with my inheritance, she spent that on printing out hundreds and thousands of these pamphlets um, that she handed around Long Beach in L.A. County. <laughs> wow. So it's a series of questions, and she answers them. Question number 64, have all 50 states failed in their duty to protect the public? Answer, they have failed miserably. <laughs> <laughs> there's lots of illustrations too so we'll post a photo wow i i could really read this whole thing the ugly truth the, in the evil system yeah well you know and then the, on the cover is a dentist with a halo standing on a pedestal surrounded by money bags yeah and that's some um one of her she owned a bar and one of her bar patrons did all the illustrations question 90 are you saying that dental victims are losers answer <laughs> Well, aren't we? Dentists were not too proud to unify for strength and protection when they built their network. We must try very hard to break this network. Mm -hmm. Wow. Uh, yeah. So, wow. Speaking truth. Shout yes. out to Grandma Faye. Ugly uh, in, in heaven. Rest in peace. This is great. Yeah. And you. you guys can find us on Twitter at The Big Ones Pod. And you can email us at thebigonespodcast at gmail.com. Send us your big ones or your dear big ones. We've got a Patreon, Amanda. Please join our Patreon, guys. We're, we're almost at our goal of $500 a month, which means um, that we will do two full-length bonus episodes coming at you. Currently, we're doing one bonus full-length episode and a couple other ones sprinkled in. Yeah, we'll you have also that get out in the next week or so. Yeah, we, you also get a discount on our Big Ones merch. Maria today is rocking a very attractive look deep, deep, deep with Inside Yourself t-shirt. It is very it's attractive. It's really, we'll post a photo of that yes. as well. Um, yeah, so. Yeah, rate and review us. We'll give you a shout out. We really appreciate it. Tell your friends. And that's all that's it. That's all that's it. <laughs> that's all that's it. <laughs> um, well, guys, I think you know what time it is. Thanks for listening to The Big Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.